0: Oh, this is for Shazam, whereas my dad likes to call him Chuckhead.
1: <laughs> Actually, no, he calls John Krasinski Chuckhead because he thinks he thought that John Krasinski was convinced
0: that John Krasinski was Chuck. And then there's like an episode where like Dwight like makes that he reference where he so- says he looks like Chuck, and I like <laughs> lost my shit. episode of the infinity stones and dragon bones uh today we're going to be talking about captain marvel the brand new marvel movie starring brie larson and a bunch of other great folks today with me are a couple of returning guests my friends ariel Ortiz.
1: hello how's it going
0: and jonathan ankin hey hey so, yeah, uh, we I would seen the movie separately with both you guys in the same <laughs> opening weekend. Jonathan and I saw it opening night. I think, Errol, you also saw it opening night. Yeah, I,
1: I wasn't planning on it, but then like I, I kind of was having a bad week. So I, just, like, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm just going to go. Yeah. So I just booked a single ticket. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes yeah. you got to do that.
0: And then me and Errol saw it again after seeing, we'll see it opening night.
1: I just found it funny that me, you, and then um, our district six friend alan mm-hmm. all said no we're not gonna watch it opening night and then we all individually <laughs> ended up watching it opening yeah. night and then so then you guys started texting late at night and i was half asleep and i just saw it and i'm like I went, too. <laughs> I went to. sleep. Because yeah, like like Alan texted me. He's like, "Yo, I saw Captain Marvel tonight. It was
0: this, this, and like, oh cool, I saw it too." And then like we're talking back and forth, and just like like thirty minutes go by, and just we get a text from me, and like, I saw it too.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I was asleep by that point, you know. So I that was that was what it was like I'm like, oh okay, of course, yeah. of uh, course, we all just went and watched it.
0: I fucking loved it. Um, I'll go more into it. But what did you guys think of it?
2: I really, really liked it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I liked it too. I th- I felt like it was a mid, for me it was a mid tier. I I give it a solid B. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like my favorite all time Marvel movie, but it was it was pretty. It was very entertaining.
0: It was one of the better Marvel origin movies. I feel like for sure. Uh-huh. A lot of like the origin movies are, kind of, they're kind of hit or miss. I think, like some of them are really good. Like Guardians and Iron Man are really good. A lot of them, like, they get better in, like, the second one or the third one, like, Thor. The two and three are a lot better than the first one, I think. Or, like, you know, I feel like Doctor Strange is... And I feel like he's more interesting in Infinity War than he was in his own movie. Like, Ant-Man 2, I think, is better than Ant-Man 1. Um, but I felt like this one... And I feel because it breaks the kind of formulaic model pattern that we've seen a lot. Where it's like, there's a character they're ordinary... I was expecting it to just be like, at the beginning, she's like a fighter pilot and then she crashes yeah, yeah. and then this happened but it wasn't like that it was like she's already like a Cree warrior at the beginning and then you get these with the flashbacks are done you mm-hmm. find out her history is really interesting it's kind of like bits and pieces throughout the movie i really really liked that and she doesn't even know like her history but it mixed up the marvel story that we've seen so many times so it wasn't feeling repetitive
1: yeah i felt like i think i don't think that. Marvel is ever gonna do a uh, origin story movie like that anymore, because they've done it in their earlier ones with Iron Man and Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk and Thor. Yeah, like take for example Spider Man. I think because they understand that you don't need an origin story yeah, especially anymore. Spider Man, Spider Man. It's especially they like have we made
0: two Spider Man origin movies yeah. in like the past. Last 15 years, so they're like, We don't need to show him getting bit again. Yeah, and plus, there have been like 15 TV shows in that time. So, mm-hmm. you're like, it's like everyone knows how Spider Man becomes Spider Man, and if you don't, it doesn't really affect the story.
1: Yeah, and I think that the, they kind of made a joke of that when in Spider Man, when Ned like asked him, like, How did it happen? He's like, This happened, yeah, that's it. Yeah. let's move on. We need to get things <laughs> done, literally. Um, and so I think, yeah, for Marvel's history, I don't think that they're going to actually do a traditional origin story kind of telling anymore. Yeah. Because I was be, like,
0: Yeah, moving away from I feel like that's why I was a little underwhelmed by Doctor Strange is because it was like, okay, here's the same...
1: But I consider feature Doctor feature. Strange still young. Uh, in the younger years of Marvel, I feel like it was after...
0: Really like, what was it, 2015 it came out? I want to say.
1: Yeah, I feel like after uh, Avengers... It felt Dude, like it that's kind of like when the they started to, to change it up, up. It,
0: like mm-hmm. just kind of felt like the last gasp of that like and I feel full, like the only
1: reason that they had to do that is because he's a in, which is uh, similar to in Guardians of the Galaxy where he is a character that not many people know he's not like a mainstay Marvel mm-hmm. character to the norm normal people because he is an Earthling they kind of had to do that whole thing but with Guardians of the Galaxy it's kind of like yeah, there. They, this happened. Like, they This is them becoming a team.
0: I well, I feel it. like, like the uh, Black Panther also was a really good origin movie because you, first of all, got him introduced in Civil War, mm-hmm. and like they, so and they handled it a lot differently. Like, it, it wasn't. Just, I I don't he was consider. was already the Black Panther. Yeah,
1: I don't consider Black Panther an origin. I mean, story. it is. It's
0: like the first movie. It's like about him, like you know. But it's the thing is, like, it's. I think what you're saying and is that it's not like here's a story about how he gets his powers and blah 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 which is why I think it works because it is like the first movie in like a superhero franchise but you've already been introduced to the character so while it is like here's like the begin, like the first movie about this character it's not like an origin movie like all the other ones
1: Mm I like oh well just for Black Panther himself I feel like um, Civil War is his origin movie because it's just like that's motivation yeah so I yeah but that's my personal... Like, but yeah, I'm but, saying, like,
0: of those kind of, like, here's the first movie about somebody. Like, we already... Yeah, the confused. first movie. And yeah. Captain Marvel didn't have that match I think they did something really cool um, that usually hinders Marvel movies.
2: Yeah.
1: Can I tell you, I, I felt kind of stupid that like, I didn't grasp that her pre her name, Vers was, was part of Carl Danvers. Danvers. I don't know. I <laughs> felt stupid when they showed the the thing. I felt stupid for them. I felt stupid for <laughs> me.
0: No, yeah, I I really liked it, and I thought, it's probably the best prequel I've ever seen, because... I technically, yeah. Yeah, no, it really is a prequel to both the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. It sets up, like, with all that stuff with Nick Fury, and, like, how, like, at the end, when it's, like, he's, like, typing the Protector Initiative, and it's, like, he, like, backspaces it, and he changes it to Avenger and, like, the... theme song on Silvestri just dun-dun-dun-dun comes on I was like oh I got chills I think I like turned to you Jonathan and just like hit you a bunch of times <laughs> but and it's also like got all this cool space stuff you see all these characters that later are in Guardians like you've got Ronin and then you've got I can't remember his name John uh, Hansu's character who like oh, yeah he, yeah yeah they're both like the Kree yeah, bats, the swords. the guy who's yeah, yeah he gets his head busted out by Drax at the end. Yeah, and It's just like finger to the throat. You see like both of those guys. So I thought it was like a really good prequel because it does something that usually hinders most prequels worth. most prequels are like well oh, what was going on with Anakin Skywalker was a boy and he built C-3PO. Like it still had like Nick Fury and like these characters and it showed you how like they were but they weren't the focus of it. They were their supporting. And that's why it really works as a prequel and that's why prequels are so hard to do is because You've already told the story, and now you're just telling a story before the story, and you either have to change things or cramp them in. This one, it, for, it flowed perfectly because it was about this other character, while well, these characters who were side characters in these other movies were, <laughs> once again, side characters in the prequel. You'll get to see a lot more of McFury, which was cool. And by the way, that, the aging looks fucking phenomenal. Like that besides was crazy. the body,
1: the face looked good. I felt like well, I mean, you, <laughs>
0: like I he like, can't he couldn't run. You, that's like yeah, like you can't like make him like physically Samuel L. Jackson physically move like I a know. like a guy I mean, who's thirty I, I years I imagine younger. it's
1: hard to tell Samuel I mean, L. Jackson like well, hey, he's like he a
0: seventy-year-old man. Can, can yeah, he work
1: out just a little <laughs> and stuff,
0: dude. Like. Uh, but, yeah, like, his, he actually looks, like, because uh, the de-aging in the movies usually looks really bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Johnny Depp in Pirates 5 or 4, like, in X-Men The Last Stand, that is horrible. Like, oh yeah, Xavier, where oh, he yeah. looks like he's just, because eventually, like, the way they do it is pretty similar to, like, how they do, like, Botox and stuff in real life. Mm. So, just like that, because sometimes he can look good, and sometimes they look bad, but. Um, Colson looked great, too. As yeah. Ariel you pointed out, he's got a little Captain America He had Captain America hair. Yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, and cool. And once I saw it. I, was I was like, like it. Oh. yes. Yeah. Was like, he,
1: of course, So I was does. like, oh,
0: cool, he's got a full head of hair. And you're like, a full head of Captain America-inspired hair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he has full hair still, too. He's, he's
0: got receding. He's receding, you know. But I, I can relate. <laughs> I don't know. What did you think of it, Jonathan?
2: Yeah, I, I really, really liked it. I feel like the first time I saw it, I... Ability to be objective was completely disarmed by my '90s nostalgia. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh man! Came out yeah. of it feeling like that was the best thing I've ever seen since the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. the first real '90s nostalgia
0: yeah, movie. Got yeah, so much '80s nostalgia. It's our time now. God bless them. I came oh, home and please. watched the '90s CNN yeah, special. Yeah. on like, fucking Netflix. Yeah. yeah. They
1: they might pull ham on that. Yeah. yeah. But right. Be- even before they showed the Radio Shack, when she was asking like, "Where can I go?" Yeah, I, was I was like, like oh, Radio Shack. Like, yeah, I was just like, yep. and then it turned, and it was yep. Radio Shack. I mode. was like, okay, good, you've got me, movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. There, there were just there's so many great and and just so many great ways they dropped that in. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't even mind them being just kind of over the top with it because it was just such a special experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just completely loved it the first time around. It felt like the second time I was a little more sober uh about it um mm-hmm. i i came away not loving it but still really liking it yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah same yeah. for me when i said i would i would about, say uh, yeah
0: it's a solid a minus for me or an a minus i guess a minus can't be solid but like i'd say yeah it's a minus for me yeah it's like bottom it's like top tier but like for
2: marvel but like bottom of the top tier mm-hmm. yeah my my instinct is to give it a b mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but still like with the salute like well done guys. yeah yeah um, I really liked it and I was actually paying attention like I had this feeling that it didn't quite give me everything I was looking for the first time Mm -hmm. so the second time I went to see it I was watching very closely to see when when I started to just kind of lean off Mm -hmm. a little bit and and I I like the whole like I love the whole first third of the movie first half Mm -hmm. of the movie I literally felt like this is a perfect movie yeah Um, I, I wouldn't even call them complaints or criticisms but there were, uh, there was like one, yeah, no, two things that I felt like I would have liked happen a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was really taken with uh, how they presented the scrolls yeah. as villains. Like they they were terrifying. I thought. I thought that these are people we know nothing about, they're on a mission, we don't understand what it is, but they're powerful, and they're, they're using their power in a way that we don't understand, Mm -hmm. and we're behind the eight ball, like, we gotta catch up. Well, I've been waiting to see the Skulls, too, so. Yeah. 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 However, I mean, I, I feel, and I feel Marvel does this habitually, Mm -hmm. um, frankly, but I, I do feel like they, they built up this great anticipation and this, this great fear, and these things that they could have used, um, or stretched out longer, and then I felt like they, I felt like they kind of turned the scrolls into a joke a little bit, Yeah. Um, like, I, it just felt like the leader of the scrolls was a little too relatable a little too quickly.
0: The thing I did like, though, like, when well, going back and watching it a second time, knowing the twist that the scrolls were actually good... Like a lot of movies, you do that with like it doesn't hold up. Like when it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this this good bad guy was really a good guy. And you go watch it. And you're like, well, why did he kill twenty people right there when mm-hmm. he's a good guy? Like really, but this one, you're like going and watching it, knowing they're good guys. Yeah. You're like oh, like they don't really do anything terrible. They have chances to be like really bad when they just sneak on people and they just transform. They do like shoot people when they have to, but they're like more reactionary, like defensive. Like they'll, yeah. they'll transform yeah. and not <clears throat> kill somebody when they have a chance. Where they will like capture Brie Larson and like. Just kind of like look at her memories, right? Yeah, and like he's like, "Don't, don't kill her! Like, hold on, let's see what's going on with this."
2: Yeah, I do feel like it's consistent. Um, Yeah, just I feel like, and this I feel like this happened in Iron Man two, Iron Man three, and now now Captain Marvel as well. I feel like every time they set up this, what you think is a villain, and Mm -hmm. it's just. Scary, ingenious, and intimidating. I will villain. say I hated that
0: in Iron Man Three, and I feel like this is not the same as the Mandarin. Like the Mandarin twist, I fucking hated that. Well, and, and-
2: all the twists, like the 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 alternative villain is mm-hmm. just kind of like meh. I
0: actually, I actually kind of liked Jude Law's villain. Like I liked John Rog, and I thought it was interesting. And I thought like this, I was like okay, because the scrolls are like this famous like antagonist from Marvel and I was like okay cool like they're kind of twisting
1: it with that I wouldn't think of Jude Law as being the villain I would think of the greater intelligence being the villain especially with that twist of like basically she becomes yeah but I feel like the big bad the bigger bad is the greater intelligence and that because of the moment where she basically does switch that she goes from being kind to mm-hmm. Carol and being like oh yeah you know you're amazing and then right when Carol goes back in <laughs> mm-hmm. she's like oh you're like you know yeah. of course I played you and all this stuff.
0: Well I feel like okay, she's like the Emperor and Yonrog is like Darth Vader.
1: Yeah I, I can like, see that.
0: Like he's like the kind of present villain and she's the kind of like man behind the curtain mm-hmm. controlling like she's the bigger she's the bigger bad. She's the bad behind the scenes yeah. where it's like Jude Law is, like, if you, like, what they would call in TV tropes, like, the dragon. Like, he's the one you have, like, who's, like, in your face, you have to defeat. He's not the, like, more, like, present villain. There mm-hmm. is a removed villain.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I guess it's just my personal opinion. If you consider the, this... Supreme Intelligence. Oh, sorry, the, not greater.
1: Supreme. Yeah, whatever
2: <laughs> it was. Um, if you considered that to be the central villain, then it was a little bit undeveloped.
1: Yeah, and I then, mean, I think it was
2: more of like the Yonra.
0: Yeah, I, I liked that a lot. Like,
2: the, well, and if it was him for me, I, he just didn't stand stand up to the scrolls as mm-hmm. a villain. Like, he's just not as interesting, and it was it was even that I felt like it was a little bit contrived. It was like, you know, he's kind of the the bullyish mentor uh and and that was pretty much all we got of that yeah. um so it, it just felt it. I, I felt like her fighting the just all the starships in the sky was more interesting than mm-hmm. her. well that's
0: why i love like when she, like she does that and like i i think that if the movie was like all just her like being superpowered it wouldn't be very good but like it's only at the very end when she does do all that stuff yeah and then she flies down and it's kind of like he's when he has that moment he's like he's like, Fight me, face me, like prove to me, and she just like blasts him like she's fucking yeah. Indiana yeah. Jones, yeah. and she mm-hmm. just goes like I don't have anything to prove to you. Like I fucking love that moment. Like she, like he's just this villain who's like, like her almost like he's almost a representation of just like her self doubts. And she's like, no, fuck you. I don't, I don't need you. You know, like I, I've been holding myself back, and you guys I, have been holding me back. I don't need it.
1: I have to argue with that. I feel like Carol Danvers never had self doubt. I feel like especially with showing those, um, those um flashbacks and every time she got up i feel like carol danvers is basically just reproved a uh, reproved to everyone that no i'm not i'm not i'm always going to get back up i don't have to listen to you and that's what carol danvers has since she was a kid has represented is like i'm not gonna listen to you well, i'm yeah, I think
0: f- she she does continually do that so and this that was like but, I mean she's always I think still she, has she had like, the everything. self-doubt
1: that she had is in with her identity and every time she's reminded of who she is and like in that in that moment she just it you could argue that she basically remembered who she is. She's a person she's a woman that do does not back down and she doesn't listen to anybody. Well she'll I'm do what I'm she I'm beginning
0: wants. to feel like she does think she needs to prove herself to John Rogan the Supreme Intelligence, but then she realizes she doesn't need to at the end. Then she, you know, starting with her breaking off her thing and then gaining this power that she thought the Kree were holding her back, and she realizes, no, I'm. You guys aren't holding me back. I can fight against this and destroy the Supreme Intelligence and you just blast Yon-Rogg.
2: Yeah, I, I feel. I feel like I agree with parts of from both of you here. I um, and that it kind of connects to the other thing I wish it would have given me as a movie, which is. I, I felt like parts of it were a bit manufactured. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so for instance, when, when he's when she's fighting Jan Rog mm-hmm. yeah, so, um, yeah. uh, she, she I, lo- I did like the part where she. He, you know, he's given this big thing, and then she just shoots him. Yeah, it like, was straight
0: yeah. out of Indiana Jones, like, just it, where he's, it, like, got the sword, and then he just shoots him, like...
2: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, that's a good connection, and and I, I what, what I liked about it, I liked the symbolic aspect of it, like, he's he's trying to, to he knows he can't beat her, fit, you know, in a straight fight, so he's going to try to yeah. domineer her mind or something like that, and she's, yeah. she's not having yeah. it. However... I, I did feel that it was a bit contrived, a bit manufactured, a bit formulaic for her to then say, uh, I have nothing to prove to you and, mm-hmm. and honestly I, I didn't I felt like that line kinda sums up my complaint about that part of the movie which I didn't ever feel like there was a there was a part that was well developed in the film where it was as if she needed to prove something and they're they're trying to have her, you know, connect back to all these experiences in life where like Oppressive forces are bringing her down, but she's she's rising up. And I felt like, yeah, okay, fine, that's great. And I felt like there was maybe potential there, but I don't feel like it was very well developed. It felt like a little sprinkling um, on top of the story, mm-hmm. and in that way, just kind of contrived and not very believable. My heart wasn't in it with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they would have developed that backstory a little bit more. And and in that way, I think I would have been more compelled by that that kind of message. And, and even it, I mean, it even connects with um, her struggle with the Supreme Intelligence, mm-hmm. and even the way in which she is able to break free within the Supreme Intelligence and break out and like access her full power. I didn't feel like there was this real, believable breakthrough. It was just kind of like she decided to try harder mm-hmm. or something like that. And I wish they would have just t- more tightly integrated that or developed it instead of use like a like a. Um, encouraging recipe for a story.
1: Yeah, you know what yeah. they should have. I I feel like yeah, like going off of that, they should have just focused on one flashback, and and yeah. yeah. then kept kept going back, and maybe and with um, it each maybe time and it. then maybe when she met Marie, um, met back with Maria, and like I I would have personally if we if they were going that route, I would have personally chosen that go kart race and with her father because of the. Call back to like oh you know you don't really talk to your parent your father and your family so we became your family. I feel like yeah in that sense it would have mm. been a lot better if they like developed on that aspect and maybe flashback to her fallout with her father.
0: I I, like I liked the multiple flashbacks uh, and I there could have been some more there but like I'm glad that there, it wasn't overwhelming. Like I see what you're saying but I I do I really like the way they did it and it felt like. Like it, it, was enough. Like they, if there, they could have been more, but you don't really need it. You, I felt like for me at least, like I got the idea. Like, and I don't need to be hit over the head with it. And I like that it showed multiple ones, just because it's like this is something she's always had to go through. Mm-hmm. It's not like it happened once and now it's happening again. It's like this is constantly happening, but she keeps having to get up. And this is gonna be the biggest example of that. Mm-hmm.
2: It just, and, and it I see a, where you're coming from, and, and
1: it was a it, bit stereotypical in a way.
2: I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. For me, so I think that there's a little bit of a dissonance between her memories or her flashbacks and her behavior as a character that we see. So it, it's harder for me to connect those together, uh, and that's why her like ultimate liberation didn't feel super convincing to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I if it, if if that backstory or those scenes were more developed or more connected to who she was as a character in the story we were following, it would have been more uplifting and, and more believable for me. Uh, yeah, and it, part of it is, they're different actresses, but even just in, in her nature as a character, in the story we're watching, it just doesn't kind of match up for, for me. Yeah, I, and, no. and also, like, I, 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 frankly, I will say that was part of her charm for me um, as a character. Like, mm. I, I Some people um, I've t- spoken with have said that uh, Brie Larson... Place her kind of flat uh yeah and Which, I, I i don't know i would with...
1: so that was one of my worries going in is that i thought she was gonna play it up because that's the thing that's like marvel is really good at at trailers for the m- m- most of the time but i feel like especially watching it um i feel like they've kind of failed in the trailers in aspect of brie larson because like in the trailers it seems she was so flat they kind of messed up on some um a voiceover on one of the trailers that made it seem like she was kind of like just dialing it in in a way Mm. but like literally the minute in like or three minutes into the movie when she goes to to jude law's characters like and knocks on his door and they're they're fighting and they're training and stuff like that that was like a moment where she showed so much like um fun and like vibrance and stuff like that that i felt like okay yeah no she's not flat she's actually playful and i feel like that's kind of like some that's an aspect of of captain marvel is that she's just a playful kind of like yeah because she's super powered. she knows that she could be anything so she's Mm -hmm. just like she has fun with it
2: Uh, yeah i like on the one hand i can see the accusations of her being a flat being flat as a mm -hmm. character but i I think it's subtle, but it's really just that she's kind of spunky. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I've, that's I said the yeah. It's very charming. She's, yeah. she's
0: very quippy, like a lot of Marvel characters. And I and a big part of it, honestly is I feel like a lot of internet man boys are like, why doesn't she smile more? And like they like it when Robert Downey oh. Jr. says a quip, and oh, like yeah. Chris Pratt says yeah. a quip, but when like it's a lady making a quip, they're like, whoa, look, I don't like this. No, yeah, I yeah. felt
1: that like she was she. she her character from the beginning grasped that 90s-ness yeah. of, like, just kids, like, you know, skater kids, like, just being like, fuck you kind of thing yeah. while they, while they like, you know, go down on their skateboards and stuff like that. So I felt like that she, that was her personality. It was a 90s personality. Well,
2: and there's, there's something about it, like, that kind of fits with her character and the whole idea of her character is that, mm-hmm. like, a spunk, she, I, I think of her as kind of like a spunky kid. Yeah, and exactly. The spunky kid character is like an archetype that it's people can't get to you. Like people can't really if you're spunky, like you're the kind of character, character that can't get brought down. That's why I
1: was like, yeah. So, but I, yeah. like, yeah. So
2: it, it may be nineties, but it's very much that yeah. you can't. It's like people can't bring you down too much. Yeah, like, exactly. If they try to, yeah. you're just gonna do a little yeah. quip. You're gonna shake yeah. it up.
0: Well, at least that's like the exterior she has, but she's great. about you can like, there's a couple moments where you see like the deeper, like, emotions where she, like, she first, like, calls Jude Law and she realizes that Annette Benning like, on Earth was, like, who she saw as the Supreme Intelligence, and she, like, starts to, like, well up and cry a little bit. It's always there, just, like, beneath the surface. Like, she does have this kind of fun, spunky personality. But yeah, you can there is tell like, Yeah. Yeah, she does have, like, a depth. And that was a, a really great performance by her.
1: It was getting to a depth. I feel like they didn't, I mean, she wasn't allowed to show much. As much depth as she could, because well, like she was
0: just hinted at, it like it didn't yeah. do too much.
1: No, no, not not wasn't allowed. Okay. but I meant she it wasn't. Didn't, she yeah, didn't have enough chance. time yeah. to, yeah, yeah to give it chance yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I thought, yeah, it was. I just really loved it, and so I want to talk about. Since I was going to mention this when you talk about the scrolls, like I, yeah, I was Ben Mendel, like I love the scrolls. Like I thought they were really interesting villains. I actually liked them more once they became good guys. Like uh-huh. I thought they were really fun and interesting, and like Ben Mendelssohn fucking kills it. Yeah. Like he's incre- And like that's another Good thing like how It was such a good trick And this is what I like To call the Interstellar trick Just the casting what, Of Ben Mills Yeah this is the The casting trick but The same thing they did In Interstellar but backwards Slight spoilers For Interstellar guys If you haven't seen This movie from 2011 uh, when you see Matt Damon for the first time, you're like, oh, cool, it's Matt Damon. Everybody loves Matt Damon. Everyone's talking about how great he is this whole movie. And then he's like the ultimate bad guy. And you feel betrayed because you're like, no, I fucking love you, Matt Damon. How could you do this to me? And it's the opposite. We're like, Ben Mendelsohn, he's been the bad guy. He's just like, in Star Wars, it's like he's like, are we blind or leaf figures? And like, he's always just this great, snarling bad guy. And this, he starts as that, but he's just actually like, just kind of like, He's like, Oh yeah. He's like, Well, why would I ever turn into a file cabinet? You know, like he's just yeah. <laughs> and he sees like the cat He's like, It's a plug and get that thing yeah, away yeah, from yeah, me. Yeah, like Yeah. And well, all his interactions with Sam Jackson are fucking great and like the other scrolls. No,
1: yeah, going back to that. But when first off, with Interstellar they did it they did they both did and didn't do it because they Matt Damon was still missing. They had to... or some need, still needed to be rescued, which is the classic trope yeah, of exactly. Matt Damon. But um no, going back to mad mills yeah literally this when he came on and when he started talking to the dead scroll i'm like well of course of course he's a ba- he's a bad guy yeah he's a bad guy I mean. yeah well the-, the way that they turned it and stuff and i don't like really
0: it when cool. he like he um copies nick fury's like boss it's just ben Mendelssohn, like yeah. normally <laughs> but he's doing it's great because he's doing his an american accent but when he's a scroll he's doing an australian accent yeah
2: I, I, I have to say, like, call me nitpicky, but I, I did really like him uh, in mm-hmm. his casting, but I feel like his voice did interfere. Really? Because um, like, he's
0: actually Australian.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. Firstly, I think just wearing that mask or something, like, it it, it it just didn't, the sounds didn't match up with the movements of his face mm-hmm. a lot, I felt like. Yeah, there were and times. That, and and so there that. was that kind of, like, you're speaking under a mask kind yeah. of thing. And
1: uh-huh. then
2: uh, the, the Australian accent, like, even though he's Australian, that's fine by me. But, like, it did, it just was so, it, like, really pulled me out of the moments a lot. I was I, like, wait, Crocodile Dundee? Like, I what think is this they, guy doing? Well, doing
1: with him, when he start when Nick Fury finds out and they start fighting in, like, the file room, hmm. I feel like that. Was voiced over Yeah, with his yeah, I noticed because that. it was kind of off. It was I'm weird. not being in the picky, but no, it yeah. was noticeably off. There were a yeah. couple
2: things like like that. It I was a little surprised that it seemed like underproduced or something like that. at Different times, like a few like that's, noticeable voiceovers. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what I'm worried. I'm because well, I think that remember in the in the pre in the previous episode when we were talking about Black Panther that I had that kind of like there was moments where like under production where I'm like that kind of takes you out of the thing and I'm like hoping like yeah Marvel needs to catch that more see I feel like I
0: don't know I don't catch that as much as you guys because I felt like like uh, I mean I guess there have been like some people who said that they felt like the last fight in Black Panther didn't look visually great it didn't bother me at all wasn't the
1: actual fight and going back you could hear my full story of like in the Black Panther episode of this show Um, but there when they go up into the, the sun to see the sunrise, that looked too it looked under, to, like green screeny. It too green screeny, too underdeveloped. I'd have to
2: watch it again. Yeah. I think I've only seen that movie once. Yeah. And for me it's it's not really
1: But that's just all nitpicky stuff, but then it's kinda like you have it's like kind of hard because you know it's Marvel like you want a higher caliber, but still at the same time.
2: Well, and it's—I yeah. think we both described it as surprise. It's—it's it's not as if we don't enjoy the story and everything. Yeah. It's just kind of like you guys are like the ultimate movie producers. Yeah, getting, exactly. Couldn't somebody take care of that? Yeah. that up? Like well, you just kind of notice. Yeah, it. okay. it's you like guys a-
0: do have a point because I mean, like, it's not something that I really noticed, but I have heard that like a big reason that is done is because a lot of the directors that Marvel hires are not action directors, and that's why. Um, it'll, the action scenes will be mostly done not by the directors but by VFX teams, and sometimes it'll be like really last minute changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that is the reason. It's, it's totally possible
1: um, that like that they changed a the line, and they had to go back and voice over it. Yeah. I mean, the, I, voiceover work is always done on on multiple shows and stuff like that. And, or like not just shows, and like movies, movies like uh, yeah. Lord shows Rings, and movies, Michael's, yeah.
0: Almost all there's like. A lot, a lot of stuff in Lord of the Rings where they you know re-record lines and stuff
1: yeah so um, it's very especially if it was close to release, final release and or final you know version and stuff like that they might have just act really quickly done in which is mm-hmm. you know which is okay but there's moments where like that's not right because you're into you're paying attention to it so especially in, in fight scenes that's where it, I think it's more noticeable because you are closely paying attention to it to this action, so, yeah.
2: Okay, so I, I want to make but, just one, one other, like, really yeah. small complaint, and, <laughs> and I, I probably said like the, the nitpicky one here, but I, um,
0: I like that you guys both like the movie, but you spend most of the
2: time, like, Well, the well because that, that's we, like, there's, yeah. there's so, there's so no, I, I, much I know. to is, like yeah. about it, yeah. but the only thing to really say, well, I mean, yeah, like I just want to make it clear that to our listeners yeah, that we all like this movie. It was great. Yeah, it was great, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But so I felt like the uh was it the Flurkin The Flurkin So I love the Flurkin. Mm-hmm. Okay? I love I loved everything. I loved how it scared uh-huh. the villain mm-hmm. or, or the scroll, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. Um, I, I loved like the surprise when it eats the oh, spo- Tess- spoilers. No. I mean, we've We're talking watching. talking the, <laughs> <of> the, <laughs> the <computers. laughs> a spoiler cast. if you guys are still listening. When it eats the uh the uh Tesseract. Yeah, yeah. the Tesseract. Oh man, um, that was so cool when the Tesseract. Showed yeah. Out. No, and it was perfect and I I loved the touch with uh Does it fit it's
0: completely into, like, the MCU timeline. It's like, oh, yeah, the test rack yeah. would
2: be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love the touch with Fury's eye, but yeah. I will say, so the scene where, like, 20 tentacles burst out of this, like, cat-sized creature mm-hmm. that are larger than the cat and, like, pick up grown men mm-hmm. while you're holding it in, in in your hands, like, it was just, it felt, like, too much for me. But, and it was <laughs> you know, the, it, 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 the that that. point at which the humor... Like doesn't complement the movie. It it like ruins the tone for me. Like yeah. I, I I I I love this serious scary tone. Like momentous things with like the flavors of humor. Mm. But then like it just that's not how physics even yeah. works. Okay. Like, not will, even the science I will, fiction.
0: I will uh, just to you know play devil's advocate advocate and say based on in the comic they don't explain this in the movie. So it's not in the movie to explain to explain this. But in the comics. It does do the same thing. Yeah, it opens, up, like yeah, it's an, it opens okay. up to a yeah. portal to another dimension. I wondered dimension. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's they have like portals to other dimensions when they swallow stuff. That, I, I mean, it's not clear in the movie, but that it does the same exact thing in the comic books. And he's actually, the only difference in the comic books is that he's named Chewie, which I feel like they were smart to change because yeah. they would be like, they, because Marvel, I mean Disney, Marvel. owns Star Wars yeah. and Marvel, so they would be like, "Wait, wait, this other thing we own."
2: <laughs> Product placement. Yeah, they're like, "We'll
0: just make them goose." Which, although I do think they own Top Gun now, because like <laughs> <Are you laughs> cause Disney just owns everything. Is, Top Gen- is Fox? I think. Is it? I think so. I want to say it is, but I'm not positive
2: on that. Well, way. either way, i, I, I'm I feel not like going to bother was checking because nice I don't care. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was a nice touch of her being like a fire yeah.
2: paladin stuff, mm-hmm. and I and I will grant, like I even. And thought, it's like, the '90s too. There, there, yeah. It's, yeah, it's time. There's probably a, like a portal opening up here, and that's how they would explain yeah. it. But it just felt like a bit of a stretch to me. It's like, okay, guys, it's yeah. it's turning into a gimmick yeah. now. Like, yeah. like be tasteful with your humor. Like, don't get carried The one, weird.
0: the one thing like you mentioned that I didn't love was. The, the cat scratching out Nick Fury's eye. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I, I kind of, like, I had seen, like, people joking about that on Reddit, and it was, like... I mean, I'm sure they had a plan to do it before, like, they saw, like, oh, the Reddit post, but yeah. it did feel like this is a joke from Reddit. Like, it was just, like... Oh, okay. And, like, I did, like, he's, like, yeah, the last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. And then, like, he says that it's a super serious line in Lunar Soldier, and then you find out the person he trusted was a cat. Yeah. Or a flurgan. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, okay, like... Like, you know... I would have like it, it I, I think it was funny and it worked,
2: but I would have Just a little gimmicky. Yeah,
0: it was a little gimmicky and I would've preferred it to be like t- like a scroll transformed into Colson But, mm, like did it to him yeah, like maybe yeah. when they're riding mm-hmm. in the car. And I did li- I really liked that he had he his eyes kind of messed yeah, up a they little bit. You a couple like times. it was kinda like yeah. hot Tub Time Machine. Did you guys ever see that movie? Okay, so they go back Crispin Glover, like the dad from Back to the Futures in that movie. And he's got an arm when they see him in the... Like, one arm missing when they see him in the present. And they go to the past. And they they keep being all these things where, like, his arm will get stuck in an elevator. And it's like... And, like, <laughs> one of the characters is, like, terrible. And he's like, oh, it's gonna happen! And he, and he keeps almost... Like, he's juggling chainsaws, yeah. And he keeps almost, like, losing an arm. And it keeps not happening. And they're just waiting for it to happen. And I wish they would have, like... Because it only happens once in this movie. I wish it could have happened, like, two or three times where you're like... There's more, like, he's gonna lose an eye. Fake. Well, sleep. it
1: had... T- it happened twice. Yeah. Yeah, beforehand it, it happened it with twice, the, yeah. with the with the colson in the car accident mm-hmm. he had that yeah. and then what was the other one i don't i See, remember I mean, I there there was, there that was, was the only two. one I no there know. was two there there was um i can't i can't remember i don't remember another one yeah there was two i can't remember right. thought um, there was
2: yeah. look, look find for me on your phone it was yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> cuz i think it was when they were... At, I have to think about it. All right, well, while we're thinking about it, just
2: put it... Oh, go ahead.
0: I I, I would have, like, preferred it to, like, be a scroll who would transform... Like, that scroll in the car who, like, transformed into Coulson or something, and that's why he lost the eye. Yeah. I get why they did it, because it was funny, but, like, I hear that complaint about Marvel humor, which I don't really agree with that complaint a lot, but I do kind of see it... (laughs) Right.
2: Mm-hmm. And just for the record, that wasn't that wasn't the traditional like complaint about Marvel humor. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was that scene specifically where it just it wasn't even physically believable yeah. to me, and I was like, okay, yeah. like take it yeah. easy here.
0: Well, excuse me, they explained that in the comic books, You're right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So you guys can't see because this is I, don't I mean, but I I did the thing where you push up your
2: glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: just imagine me doing that, like a millhouse or something.
2: Um. So while uh, while we're while we're trying to uh, Find out what the other scene was right. with the eye. I will say um, some stuff I loved. Like mm-hmm. uh, I loved how they pulled off her costume. Yes. And in every context. I loved great. the space costume mm-hmm. with the, 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 the um, yeah helmet. And that comes a mohawk, the mohawk, like, and which, the which is a reference to her. She has a mohawk in yeah. the comic books now. So cool. So cool. Yeah.
0: Even when she's like changing the comics or changing the um, colors, uh, costumes, yeah. the colors. A lot of those colors that she has are references to other costumes. Cool. Like. Little, the white and green one is a reference to another costume she had, like a kind of a classic one. I yeah. think she wears like one that looks like a Nova Corps costume. Yeah. I thought the neon one just
2: looked fucking cool. I was
0: like, that's cool uh-huh. for a second.
2: I, and also, maybe one thing we can talk about. I, I, I could see somebody complaining about this, uh, but I loved. The scene where we just got to see her ab- uh, unleash absolute power. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was so that was so so great
0: because we had built up to the. The whole movie had been like that. It would have been horrible, but just because it's this big thing at the end, it fucking works. And it's why I feel like I'll say like it's like for example like the Transformers movie don't work because it's all just blah 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 just constant like robot fighting, but like the Power Rangers movie, you don't see them turn in, like the recent one you don't see them turn into a. The power ranges until like the end of the movie yeah, yeah and then they like have this big robot fight and the same thing with this movie like she's still doing cool stuff but like she's doing like hand-to-hand combat like there's that great fight scene in the beginning where she's got her hands to cover it and she's like taking out all those kree and you don't see her use like all these ultimate right, powers and just right. fuck everything up till yeah, the end and that yeah. like the fact that it's only there at the very end i remember we were talking to jimmy um you're he's, you're still your roommate right no, oh, no. We were for, well our friend and good your friend, former roommate yeah. Yeah. yeah good guy um, but he was like he saw the trailer and he was just like "Ah, oh, that looks just like a bunch of see." and if and I was like okay yeah if the movie was all that yes but like that scene they showed is obviously just from one part at the end where yeah. it's this huge big anticipation Dabbling, Yeah, yeah it's show. this great moment yeah yeah, well, and it, it felt like earned, and it felt like it didn't overstay its welcome.
2: Right, yeah, it's you could contrast it with the kind of regular complaint about a character like Superman, where it's just kind of boring because yeah. he's got all these infinite powers. Yeah. But here, it really felt like this. This is the reckoning. Like this is all you guys have been. You know, mm-hmm. you you had her restrained. You were lying to her. Yeah, you know, everybody's like trying to take advantage of her in different of her in different ways, and then. She finally accesses her full power, and we just get to see it on brilliant mm-hmm. display. Yeah, yeah, And it's just so fun to see. Like it's kind of imagining like you get this ultimate cannon in a video game or something. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like let's see what this. Yeah, video it's like the does. last level when is. you get like the golden <laughs> gun or whatever. <laughs> right. right <laughs> <it> is, <laughs> boom, yeah. yeah. So fun. So fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say, by the way, like I was like earlier when I was like ex- they explained in the comic books they should put stuff like that in a movie you like when people do that and say well they explain that in the book I'm like no this is the movie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so i, so I, I do agree with you with you there. that movies yeah. need to be they internally need to stand consistent. on their own exactly yeah, yeah. You know, or they at least sh- like have something explained in like another movie but like not in like a secondary text mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. yeah. like they if sh- it's a sequel then you can have something that in the first movie Effect, but, but right yeah. yeah
1: well they should have had it explained After the big battle and stuff like that, like you know, when they were at the dinner table after they saved everybody, and they could have had like and stuff like like Fury's like, so how do I get this? How do I get this shiny box out of this cat? And like you know, Talos basically like, oh needs to show up from the inter space and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. I kind
0: of get why they didn't do it because, like, there's still, like, the, how other dimensions and stuff work in the MCU, like, isn't super well-defined mm-hmm. yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. So I could see them, like, be like, oh, we shouldn't say this because it might fuck <laughs> something up down the line. Yeah. So I kind of <laughs> get why they held off, but, yeah, you have a lot Well, problem.
2: but I, I do think the way, the way that they... Treated the and for most of the scene as an example of really tasteful good humor yeah. in the movie, like the 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 serious character being terrified by him, mm-hmm. uh, and even like when w- whether you like him getting scratched, fear of getting scratched in the eye. I thought that, it was funny. Like I when he gets scratched, scary. and the way they they kind of show like like oh it's just a scratch, and it pans to the yeah. two uh, scroll and characters just, they like just shaking no. like oh, <laughs> just, no, just
0: then then doesn't like, no. no yeah, and <laughs> that that was just great. Yeah, it was, it was fucking lovely. hilarious. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, I just I just wanted it to be cooler rather than hilarious but mm-hmm. I did love like afterwards when he was talking to Coulson and he's like does the this, this creek torture you to like tear at your eye and he's like I can neither confirm nor deny like that was fucking gold mm-hmm. so good yeah
1: well um, before we move up yeah. from the scrolls mm-hmm. um, I think this past week uh, Kevin Feige did come back and say that that the scrolls are going to be playing a bigger part in the future of awesome. Marvel's, Marvel Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe and in the way that, that could possibly be that there is other sects of scrolls. Yeah, because this that, is just like
0: one small. Yeah, one small group, yeah.
1: and that R didn't take like you know, um, being pushed out of their home world or mm-hmm. or being chased. The scrolls like, are a huge a good galactic way. Yeah. I think. so, so like, there's
0: probably all kinds of other scrolls, and it might, might still do a secret invasion story. Could be so cool. Yeah, I would be
1: fucking. Down I with think that. they will. We're so scary. And, that would, yeah. and then that would be awesome too, because then you have these. You know, with Carol Danvers, I'm sure she's still in connection with the scroll, the good scroll (laughs) sect. You know, so basically having this bad sect of scrolls who are like vindictive and and things like that against the universe, and the good scrolls coming in and helping them too would be an interesting thing to say. And I am
0: really excited for Captain Marvel two, like. Set in like 2002 or something. Yeah, I think they like, they said her, that 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 yeah, will probably. Like, do. I kind of I said that to I think you, Jonathan, when I saw. It, I was like, I'm ready for like Captain Marvel 2 set in like the early 2000s. Like, yeah, like so she's cool. gonna like show up, and Mr. Brightside's gonna play. Yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> I'm so and like they did say that. Like it, I said that before I knew it, but like Ken Feige has said we might do Captain Marvel movies uh, set before. Yeah. So I'd be I would be fucking down for that. And it seems like they were kind of hinting in that where she's like goes off and she's gonna like fly and go to the Kree home world and like. Fuck shit up there. Like, it would make sense that it would that would happen. Like, if you see after Endgame, what happened in the years between. Oh, um. Captain Marvel and Endgame. You know what
1: just came to my mind right now huh. is that she might be the reason that the Kree make their peace treaty with, with um, Xandar? Nova. With Zandar, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: the Nova Corps. yeah. I mean yeah. that makes sense, and you might get to see those events like play out in That would be really cool to see cuz it would because be like a from essentially. from
1: Guardians we kind of see that the Kree aren't very happy with that. Cuz yeah. the Kree are assholes mm-hmm. in every yeah. every iteration apparently cuz seeming. seeming two out of two out of two they're I mean, they're, assholes.
0: they're shitty on Agents. Like, if you guys watch Age of the Shield they're really shitty Oh that, yeah, too. they're shitty too they're Yeah, too. like you see So 3 for 3. Yeah, you see all the Kree you see on that like are really bad. Like there's this really great actor um who is from this Little-known show called Turn, and he's just like a horrible evil person on Turn, and then he shows up as a horrible evil Cree. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the future of this series. I loved this movie. Uh, like I said, probably an A minus from me overall. Um, she and
2: she's gonna do great in in Endgame.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh my oh, god, I'm so. Hyped oh, for that. so should we bring up that the from the? Did you see the trailer? Or no, you're, you're, I did not. Ah, so, I saw it. Okay. Yeah. Well, just talking in in relative like. <laughs> Generic terms, <laughs> but the moment in the at the end of the yeah, you're like oh, she's was it, gonna fit right whoo! in. Does it
2: when Thor's like? Because I, I know from memes that Thor's like, I yeah. like her. Yeah. Well, that's not what I was. That what you were thinking? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I was thinking gonna... of another another thing near the end that they show.
1: Oh no! The, but the but the, yeah, the no, that was her. great. That was great. Yeah. yeah. she's gonna fit right in.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited, but uh, let's turn. You know, because now that was the. Uh, the, dragons, or the Infinity Stone portion, literally, that was about an Infinity Stone. I like how they did do the trope of the Marvel, like we talk about having Infinity Stones in every movie. They slipped so in the she Tesseract. Must stolen,
1: <laughs> she must have stolen it from Shield. She, no,
0: I think she didn't steal it. Like she worked with. Um, Shield? To, no, Tony Stark oh. had it.
1: Yeah. And, but you mean um, Howard Stark had it. Yeah, sorry. Howard she Stark had it. the Tesseract. Yeah. He finds
0: it at some point after. So, yeah, well, so after like it gets lost in the ocean by the Red Skull. Howard Stark finds it this years later. This is after
1: later. Howard's death, too, right? Well, the he Captain finds it. Marvel is after he, Howard's death, right?
0: He, uh, yes, but the scene where she get, she has the Tesseract before he dies. Oh yeah. So I'll yeah let me. Because eighty nine. Yeah, let me yeah break it down. So uh, in nineteen forty four, I want to say he the Tesseract gets falls in the ocean after Red Skull tries to hide it. A couple years later, when Howard Stark is looking for frozen Captain America, he instead finds the Tesseract. He has the tesseract for an indeterminate amount of time. By 1989, he has given it to Project uh, Pegasus, and specifically to what's her character's name? Uh, Annette Benning's character.
1: Oh, Marvel.
0: Yeah, Marvel. I was tra- I was thinking of her human name, but yeah, he gives it to Marvel. Marvel. You know, he, I'm thinking he probably knows about the Skull Refugees. Like she's probably like, "Hey, yo, give me this thing so I can help these people," and he's like, "Okay." So he's probably started Shield by now. He probably hasn't told too many people. Probably maybe not even like Peggy Carter and Michael Douglas about this secret thing he has. But Marvel knows about it. She finds out. She's like, hey, use this thing to save these people. He, that's in 1989. She, Dot. Die, Marvell dies. Uh, two years later in 91, he gets killed by the Winter Soldier. It hides up there for years. Fury gets it back, obviously. And he has it until um, Loki steals it in the Avengers. Before that, it was... Like in Odin, Odin had it, and he gave it to to some dudes in Norway to hide it. It's a whole long thing, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Okay. Um, but let's now get to the Dragonbone side. Talk about something that makes me very sad: the end of the Netflix Marvel TV shows. They have all officially been canceled um, a little while ago. After, because we all like this was something we knew was going to happen as soon as Daredevil announced that Daredevil was going to was cancelled because it was amazing and they still cancelled it because of all the stuff we were talking about before about all the drama like Disney Plus competing with them and not wanting to have Marvel shows on while Marvel was having their own shows on their own streaming service so we were just kind of waiting for Punisher and Jessica Jones to get cancelled and we knew usually they take after they premiere the last season of the show and then they cancelled a couple of weeks later we still had Jessica Jones to do but they just kind of were like you know what we're going to stop playing this game As soon as they announce The Punisher, they're like, yeah, Jessica Jones is gone, too. We still have season three um, to look forward to of Jessica Jones. That's it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah, uh, I I was always a really big fan of the Netflix shows. I hope we get to see them again at some point. Um, I'm really excited to see season three of Jessica Jones. Um, It was already going to be the last season that this current showrunner was going to do, so it does feel appropriate that it will end with that.
1: I'm hoping that since they announced it, that they are open to, like, if the, they didn't have a closed ending, that they are open to... They are going to kind of resolve Yeah, things, yeah. resolve it. Because I, I know like, it was filmed already before they said the cancellation, mm-hmm. So, but now I'm hoping that Netflix will allow them to, like, do, like... Some reshoots. A, a reshoot. And, like, out. I
0: think that... I don't know how much of it they filmed, because it was still a few months out when they made this announcement. So, hopefully, they are unlike... Cause Punisher, you know, kind of leaves it open. Daredevil does have that kind of cliffhanger at the end with Bullseye. Hopefully Jessica Jones does really wrap Iron it up. Iron Fist
1: had the biggest... Oh, like, Iron Fist, <laughs> yeah, and
0: Luke Cage both... Like, Luke Cage literally ends with him being a bad guy. And, like, Luke and like, Iron Fist ends up in Asia, like, tracking down all these mysteries and stuff. They didn't get any resolution. It. Hopefully we get some resolution for Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. But I'm really sad to see all these shows come to an end. Maybe down the line we'll get to see them to light in another way like maybe on the disney plus there's a whole thing about like the disney tv and the disney films not really getting along so it might not happen or on hulu Hulu said they're open to it yeah. but for now they're gone mm-hmm. they've been snapped
1: yeah yeah i'm hoping that um because it's it feel like it wasn't marvel's fault it oh was yeah netflix. not at all it was netflix
0: because so they, yeah, Netflix feel like... being salty about not wanting to have content from Marvel while Disney's
1: making their own streams. I'm feeling that Netflix yeah, I think that I think there's a possibility of it being open. That's the thing, is that time between because yeah. you lose, you lose viewership. I really
0: think they—they honestly might try to do another go of like the Defenders, where they bring them all back, rather than keep their all individual series going. Where they're like, okay, we're gonna wrap up. Wait, like Luke yeah, Cage. they could definitely
1: do like a Heroes for Hire, like yeah. do a Defenders, and then maybe a Heroes for Hire yeah. one, and then.
0: I would. I think they might do it like in a slightly remixed format, where they mm-hmm. do somehow bring these characters back, but not in the same way that you've seen them. Because a lot of people, like, complained that, like, oh, like, didn't lo- I liked Defenders a lot, but a lot of people weren't crazy about it. They felt like... And I feel like if they did give that another go, and, like, like okay, you don't have to have seen, like, all this stuff. Here's just, boom, these characters that you love, they're back. They're all together again. People would go crazy for that shit.
1: Yeah. I feel like, it, yeah, hopefully at least they get us a Defenders series as tie- tie-in mm-hmm. kind of things. Maybe with Luke Cage being the bad guy in the end of his, like, him being the bad guy of the Defenders and yeah. then like then basically having to break Luke Cage back yeah. And
0: yeah I would think that would be great that's kind of what I was hoping they were going to do with like season 3 or like maybe another season of the Defenders just mm-hmm. like have Luke Cage be you know they need to win over Luke Cage to be good again mm-hmm. um, but uh, like, did you guys see the last season of The Punisher or anything?
1: I haven't finished it it's, it's, it's yeah, solid it's like
0: three quarters It's of it. yeah it's it's. I think it's we talked about it before but it's, it's good um, I'm just really excited to see what happens Jessica Jones season three? Because I think like season one is one of the best seasons of the Netflix shows. Season two is mm, it's okay. It's not great. I really hope they can hit their stride again in season three. Kind of like how Daredevil had their strongest season in mm-hmm. season three. I'm I have i hoping that they will do the same thing. And I think with it being the last one that they will you know probably do a really good job with it. That's uh I guess that's that for uh, the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Um, One more thing I wanted to talk about, or a couple more things, um, is the Oscars. So last time we talked about the Oscars and how Black Panther had gotten nominated for Best Picture, which it did not win. Green Book won. It did, however, become the first superhero movie to win an Oscar. It won three. It won uh, the Academy Award for Best Original uh, Score, uh, Best Costume Design, and Best Production Design. So that's a big milestone. winning you know, three Oscars other comic book movies have won like Road Partition, but no superhero movies.
1: Didn't Avengers won. win one? I don't think so. Not for Oh, they were nominated for editing, right? Or, or yeah, they were
0: nominated for but um stuff, but I okay. this is the first time that they've won.
1: Yeah. What was it so production design, costume design, and what was and it? Score, won? score. Which okay. I, I have
0: some things to say about that in a second. Yeah. Um but I also want to say that last time we were talking, we were like, okay, Black Panther is a good movie is it a best picture? and I think that it might be better than Green Book Green Book is fine it's it's a good movie it's it's like hey yeah racism is bad it feels like a movie that's like woke in the 90s like, well
1: yeah we won't get into that but I mean like it was definitely more well I mean, deserving it, it, this, of uh, than Black Panther but I don't think so I, feel like I don't it think wasn't,
0: it's more deserving than Black Panther yeah there's well, we've of, already had of, this conversation, like, though. Do you want to come back talked to about, it? I, I do want to talk about, because there has been some controversy about Green Book, and I was, don't agree it with was it. It was
1: deep, it was what, which one?
0: Green Book. A lot of people are saying that, like, it's kind of the whole Crash thing, um, how people are like, oh yeah, cool, like, this movie, it's a movie that, like, on the surface kind of appears to be really woke, but it's it's not really that deep. It's not really saying anything. Like, I've heard similar. Yeah. I've yeah. not seen it myself, but It's, it's good. It's a,
1: it's a simple story. It's a simple
0: story. It's I mean, it's like, it, let me describe it this way. It's a movie that feels like if the guy who made Dumb and Dumber tried to make a yeah. really politically yeah. relevant... Or um, profound. Yeah, profound movie, which literally it is because it's the same director from Dumb and
2: Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel It, like it is. Was,
0: it
1: really is. Well, I don't feel like it was... I, I didn't go into it thinking of it po- being very political. It was just like what... It was more Not of a time story, like a story set in time, and that was pretty much it. it, yeah, was, it like, was fine. It was a history story. But I
0: think that honestly, Black Panther was a better movie, and yeah.
1: it wasn't the best
0: though. But yeah, but if like the way the Academy Awards look at it, I'm like, if something like Green Book can win, then I don't have a problem with Black Panther potentially getting nominated nominated or potentially winning, because I think that Black Panther was a better movie. Anyway, yeah, there's a, there's a
2: difference between uh, winning best of show and winning an award that puts you among, you know, the, yeah. the greats of the past. Yeah,
0: and if you look at, like, the best picture winners, honestly, they don't hold up very well. And I think that's a problem that the Academy's had, is mm-hmm. where they try, and especially in the past few years, they've been trying to be, like, really relevant. But if you look at, like, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's just a popcorn movie, it's just an action movie. If you look at the movies that came out in the past you know movies like The French Connection that's an action movie a lot of great action mm-hmm. movies have won Best Picture so I, I don't think that should preclude it from being an action movie and I think just like because we did talk about this last week but I do think that judging it against Green Book specifically which one I do think it comes out on top but the other things that got nominated for obviously I think Best Costume and Production Design it was it, it was it, dessert it like, there's, no, there's no conversation
1: i said previously those um, are the ones that they should win yeah.
0: However, I don't think it deserves for best score. Mm. I think that a movie that didn't get nominated for best score, which won the Golden Globe for best score, which mm. is First Man. Mm. Deserves, I, I love the score for Black Panther, and it's one of the better Marvel themes, other than probably Avengers, where it's just like it's got this kind of cool like drum beat and stuff, and it's kind of this like gives you this kind of like vibe, like this African vibe and stuff like that. It's got this all these kind of goes along with the culture that's represented in the movie, but The score in First Man is fucking incredible. And it works with the movie so well where you feel like you're going to the fucking moon. Um, (laughs) And First Man is probably also a movie that was better than either of these and should have won Best Picture. I'll just say that. But it didn't even get nominated for that either.
1: Um, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's,
0: it's incredible. Everyone should watch that movie. Don't watch the documentary Apollo 11. It's boring as fuck. And First Man is great. But that's just my two cents on. Something that's not really, was only tangentially related to the podcast, but that's the thing. Hey, podcasts are all about going on tangents. The <laughs> so there was another big piece of news this week that James Gunn, who had gotten fired from Gardens of the Galaxy, is back. Mm-hmm. He's back for Volume 3. Disney have rehired him. So, I'm fucking excited.
1: I'm, I'm excited too. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's just the uh, his whole firing was just out of it. It left a bad taste in it, everyone's mouth. It was mouth. a knee jerk
0: reaction. It was a
1: knee jerk reaction. It was kind of like it sucks that the the society that we live in. My brother will love that quote. Um, but that that you know you people are kind of sensitive to those kind of things and take them like because it's immediate reaction like or you'll have something like blow up big time and that kind of sucks. at like people need immediate kind of action on certain things and that's kind yeah. of like but I mean, Disney... it's
0: something that, like it happened 10 years ago that he had already apologized it for it happened not like 10 having... years ago yeah. he
1: said it was like literally when it did happen it was like joking
0: yeah it was taken out of context it was like this kind because of, he's from this kind of like theater of like the absurd shock humor that he did when he was you know i mean g- watch slither
1: yeah. you'll know how he, where Slinger he came super, from. yeah, like,
0: he, <laughs> yeah, this kind of so. shock culture that he came from. But he, he did, like, apologize for it. He didn't, like, try to defend himself when it came out. And, and it, it was literally, like, someone trying to get him fired yes. and dug it up. Yeah, and, So uh, it's good he's back. Yeah. He didn't really deserve, it. like, me and John talked about this yeah. in a previous podcast. Like, he really didn't deserve it, and... Like, it's going to be good to see him complete this trilogy that he's worked on. And it's going to be good to finally see a Marvel director complete a trilogy. Because yeah. no Marvel directors mm-hmm. have ever completed a trilogy before.
1: It's good that it's very... It's, like, it, it makes me very hopeful. Especially with, like, you know, a big conglomerate of Disney and they, how they've been accused of being, like, very, like... They want to just cert- satisfy the people without instead of, like, doing what is right. Mm-hmm. It's very refreshing that they were, like, kind of, like okay you know we knew about this we did wrongfully kind of like Mm -hmm. fire you because we did know and you we you we did told you that it was okay and we shouldn't have fired you come back it's kind of sucks for dc because i feel like dc was hoping that james gunn was Mm -hmm. gonna be there like they got the golden Some ticket kind of when they suicide brought him
0: squad. in.
1: But they got the golden ticket yeah. when they hired yeah. James Gunn and like aren't aware, James Gunn's gonna take yeah. us to the to Marvel levels and stuff. Yeah. And then right when if you guys Marvel aren't aware
0: thing James Gunn got fired from Guardians and then he got hired on the horrible ripoff of Guardians Suicide Squad, which was just trying to be Guardians really bad. He got hired to write and direct that sequel, and then after that. Marvel had apparently been talked for a while, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll make that's announcement. You're coming back."
1: But that is very hopeful, like that. Yeah. It like especially uh, Kevin Feige has made like so many like mentions. Well, Kevin Feige, of the, Feige wanted oh, no, no, not no, no, to not be fired all along. Oh no, not about that. But Kevin Feige made um so has made so many like mentions of like that. DC and Marvel were the same we're cut yeah. from the same cloth why do we have to argue and stuff like that and I feel like now with bringing James Gunn back in, especially now he's going to be doing the Suicide Squad it's kind of Kevin Feige basically like see we are the same like I have no hard feelings but maybe in the Marvel, Marvel camp they could do those kind of things but I'm sure DC is kind of like grumbling a bit
0: you mean do those things Like steal, taking the director
1: back or? No just uh, basically Like making those comments Of like we're We're you know We're one and the same wonderful and DC We <laughs> could coexist Which I feel like they can Personally Yeah no but like, like, I'm sure I don't know about movies. I don't know about DC Honestly, Being like I think It's just the <laughs> happy. fans That
0: like It's fans Who like are just like Oh you can only like One or the other But I'm like Aquaman was fun You know mm-hmm. Wonder Woman was good I'm, I'm excited to her amazing You know I even like Don't hate the director's cut For Batman vs. Superman You know Justice League was bad, but but
1: yeah.
2: Uh, So was there was was there an actual uh, explanation or announcement as far as his rehiring? Yeah, they just
0: kind of just came out like, "Yep, James Gunn is back." You know, we kind of realized we made a mistake. Um, He's coming back, Mm. and they had been in the works for a while. Um, They had been kind of talking about it. Yeah, it was more
1: Disney's um, release of a statement because Kevin Feige, I think, from the beginning was like, "Yeah, Kevin Feige was always (laughs) fighting for him." Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. I, so it was more of a Disney Yeah. Yeah. Thing.
0: There's my favorite thing about it have been all the memes. There was all these fucking great memes. Like there one that I saw was it's a uh, the scene from Spider Man Two when James. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. He's yep. just like he's like you're hot, you're fired. Like, you're, no, there's that one, because, <laughs> yeah. but there's also like he's like you're you're rehired. Like it's just like oh we need him for Guardians of the Galaxy Three. He's like I gotta go shoot. suicide so let's go. You're rehired. Come back in the <laughs> Yeah. But there's another one where he's um it's the scene where he he's like Spider Man was a menace, but he's like James Gunn was a menace was a hero. And he's, he's what this the studio needs. And then he, like, looks on the wall and he sees, like, a pinned-up thing of spider Man suit, but it's got James Gunn's face on it. And then it's, like, it gets slipped away, and it's, yeah. like, there's the note that he reads. It says, um, James Gunn will be working on Suicide Squad. And he's yeah. just like, Get me Spider-Man right in here right now to <laughs> it's, it's so fucking good.
1: I, I, think, I think they're gonna keep him we'll, we'll see if he's allowed to do both marvel and dc that would be really nice oh yeah that he's, D- he's,
0: was... he's, that's what they've said he's gonna do he's gonna do well
1: like, yeah he's doing suicide squad but after suicide squad if he's gonna do both still because he could he's definitely like both studios would definitely like allow I mean, i'd to like to see him do be going back Ma- and forth i would like stuff. to see
0: him do another marvel movie but at the same time I'm like sp- i definitely want to see him finish this one but i want to see more directors come in more like
1: I, I feel like he might not what direct, use. but I feel like he might be um, a staple point in like the future movies of writing, like like how he, he was punch on- up
0: like um, the like, yeah. not, uh, the lines for specifically the guardians in event, uh, Infinity War. So like, I feel like if the guardians show up and stuff. He could yeah,
1: probably, he'll like, just be. a con- I feel like he'll, he'll just be like a consistent collaborator. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but we have before we wrap up one more piece of. Um, MCU news that just broke, and that is that Marvel has cast its director for its upcoming movie. it's going to be a future movie, I think. Saying it's going to come out in 2020. Um, that's Shane Chi. All right.
1: So explain. So Because I'm not familiar with Shane Chi.
0: Uh, Shane Chi is he's kind of like a Iron. He's kind of similar to the Iron Fist, Iron Fist, okay. where he is this. He's basically a Luke Cage was kind of them being like in the 70s, like oh, there's all these black exploitation movies. That's them being like, there's all these kung fu movies. We need to get them in on that market. And they originally had tried to buy um, the rights to like another famous kung the character from kung fu, but they couldn't buy the rights. So they're like, fuck it, we'll just make up a new guy. He's the son of like kind of like this stock evil like um, generic Asian character Fu Manchu, and so like he's like goes and fights against him. And like it's very you know like '70s like kung fu, like, you know like Bruce Lee type stuff. Um, but they just hired the uh, director. Obviously, they've said like we're gonna like make it like not racist. Like we're not gonna have like Fu Man. Like we're gonna work to make it like modern and like because like if you read those comic books, they're kind of like ooh like I, I get what you are trying to do. Just, but like guys, this, is, this yeah. didn't okay. age well.
1: So I have confidence because of what they've done with. I'm looking at yeah know the, they're the, I'm, look, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let me say, just
0: say the director they've hired is. Um, Destin Daniel Cretin, Cretin, Um and this is the guy who did Short Term 12, which I haven't seen, but I've heard it's a really good movie. Oh, uh, so Brie Larson um,
1: got him the job. i was just kidding. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, he's worked <laughs> with like,
0: Brie Larson uh, in Short Term 12, and he's apparently like uh, working with a couple other Marvel movie uh, guys in something I've shooting heard right Short now. I've Short
1: Term 12 is really good, yeah. but, and just from the clips I've seen, the directing yeah. is really well.
0: But he, he's he's doing some work on the Zombieland and Wonder Woman sequels, um, so he's it's going to be... Good to see, and he is uh, Asian American, so oh, okay, like they're doing the same kind of thing where they're like, you know, we have Ron Kugler direct the Black Panther movie, we uh, we want to have someone who's actually Asian direct this movie that's yeah. going to be a big Asian, and he cultural
1: is, he is very, like, yeah. like Ron Kugler and like uh, James Gunn, you could just say too, is that just based off the of short term 12, he is like relatively. It? I haven't seen it, oh, yeah. but I want to see it, and mm-hmm. I've seen clips of it, and it just from those clips, it's really really okay. good, and really good directing and stuff, yeah, um, but. You have like an indie you, They're getting indie directors basically. Yeah. With new kind of style. Exactly, like which is like
0: Taika Watiti was. Taika
1: Watiti, James, James Gunn. James
0: Gunn, we just talked about.
1: Yeah, Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. Coogan, I think. Coogan. Coogler, Coogler, Coogler. Coogler, yeah. I think is is indie. Comes from the yeah. indie background.
0: Yeah. Um, but it, and it's they're gonna try and do the same thing they did with Black Panther, where they ever like um, had it be like a really important movie with like black people. This one's gonna be like a really important movie for like Asian Americans, um, yeah. so it's gonna be th- that same kind of idea. Um, that's because and it was just really cool that Marvel's kind of like expanding because for like yeah. ten years we had movies about white dudes, which I, I'm a white dude, you know, like mm-hmm. you know. But um, it is cool that they're like okay, here's a movie uh, uh, that's set in Africa, like about a black superhero. Who's a movie that's gonna be about an Asian superhero? Who's a movie that's gonna be about a female superhero? And mm-hmm. it's really cool that they're like you know being more inclusive, um, they're the, the, you know. This huge company, like this biggest film franchise in the world, and uh, I think that it's that we need more of that.
1: Yeah, now I don't know if Marvel has one, but DC should build on this. I'm going in a bit DC, DC should build on this, and they have a qual- quality uh, Mexican American uh, uh, superhero in blue the the beetle. I really want. I really want a Blue Beetle movie. I that love Jaime cool. Reyes. Sorry, <laughs> Rays that, That's my, my only t- t- tap into yeah. DC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Blue, Blue, Blue Beetle movie would be cool. He's one of my favorite DC characters. I love that. All, all of the Blue Beetles though, not like Ted Cord and. Like, all Hi, this right. Guy.
1: Well, being a Mexican American, yeah. I like Jaime Reyes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Is there? What's what? Okay, there's there's some cool MCU characters that are Mexican American, right?
1: I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of don't my either. head, though. Morgan, I don't know this. There has to be. Yeah. I just can't.
0: But yeah, so uh, that about wraps it up for us. Captain Marvel, really solid movie. Um, if you guys like this, uh, me and Ariel will be soon starting another podcast. I've already got a couple episodes recorded and edited. We're waiting to do a couple more before we launch, and that is going to be the underrated podcast where we talk about underrated movies. Uh, we've, so we've already recorded the episodes for Speed Racer and the Prestige, and
1: under we, the banner
0: of Undercast Company. Yeah, we're under so yeah, it's going to be us. Uh, we're call, calling ourselves the Undercast Company. It's going to be me, uh, Ariel's com- uh, company, which is um, really incorporated, company. and then our friends Alan and Fred from District Six. So together, we're all kind of come under that banner.
1: Conglomerate. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so you guys should check that out. We'll let you know some more info when it's going to get closer to drop probably we have some more info for it on our next episode on Endgame because we will have a lot more stuff to cover on this podcast we got Endgame and we got Spider-Man Far From Home Um, and oh I want to say the next MCU thing is not Endgame do you guys know what the next MCU thing that's going to come out I'll give you a hint it's the best number one pick in the MC universe. Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> the fire pick of all. The, everyone knows it. So forget Endgame. Cloak and Dagger's coming <laughs> okay, out. Hey, Alan did Alan,
1: get, uh, uh, get what we, we gave him. We ended up giving him post-mortem one point for that, so he didn't end up being zero. Alan, did we? Yeah. Okay. Internally, internally we did, because, <laughs> because Cloak & Dagger came out after that episode. Oh, okay. so, And then it ended up being good, so we're like, Alan, we'll give you yeah, a Yeah, we'll point. give
2: you a
0: point. <laughs> so. Cloak & Dagger, no, I think Alan should win, because Cloak & Dagger is the best thing.
1: We give him a point, I'm still the winner. <laughs>
0: okay. But yeah, keep an eye out guys, because we're going to be having a rapid succession of episodes like we haven't had before and our, keep an eye out for our other podcasts. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. I'm Derek McDuff. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Derek's Photos. Um, you can find me also on Facebook, uh, Derek's uh, Derek Films and Podcasts. Ariel, where you find you? Um, Nerd Incorporated on, on
1: Instagram and Facebook.
0: Yeah, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan. Instagram is at Nerd Incorporated. But thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll catch you next
1: time. Thanks for being amazing.